Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said called Your Brain Is Still an Asshole. (laughs) So one of the primary tenets of uh, my philosophy in the world is that your brain is an asshole, that your brain does wonderful and amazing things in the world and it helps you have so many ideas and yet when you have your most important ideas, your brain typically says that they are stupid or dumb that you aren't worthy of having them, that you are um, going to fail, that you are useless, that you are worthless, that your idea is useless or worthless, that you should just give up, you should just quit, you are going to fail so spectacularly that it will go down in the human race as the greatest failure of all time, and that basically there's nothing you can do to save yourself from the imminent disaster that awaits. That's your brain in my, like, that's just what your thoughts do basically. And I want to talk a little bit more about the ways that your brain is still an asshole because there are more subtle ways than that. Because you can catch it saying, you're stupid, you're dumb, you're terrible. But there are subtle ways that the your brain works that seem legit, but that aren't. And uh, the, so this is next level asshole brain. Before that, I want to talk about how breathing the same air is important. The odds of me crying, very high. So let's do this. Uh, The world is large and vast, and I know that doing things online is easier than taking the time and the effort and energy and the money required to pick yourself up and drive or fly to a location at the same time as a bunch of other people who are headed for that same destination. But when you're in a room breathing the same air, magic happens. I want to tell you about Gene Houston, who is never going to listen to this, so it's not even embarrassing. Gene Houston was at an event last week that I went to, and I had seen her on Oprah, like on Super Soul Sunday, and I was like, she seems cool, right? Like, she's I mean, she's cool. She's like a spiritual guru lady. Um, I saw her speak, and she did an amazing job. She owned the room. It was beautiful. She did a great job. I was like, she's magic. And then the next morning after her speech, Doey and I were walking uh, back from breakfast and she came up the escalator and was in front of us. This is literally all that happened. Jean doesn't know about any of this. She was walking in front of us uh, with talking to a woman. And I've never had the experience of just walking behind someone. I was close enough to her that it was like her energy was a bubble 
and you could step into it. And it was the most beautiful thing that I have experienced in a very long time. Um, just being within 10 feet of this woman was like being enclosed in the safest, most beautiful cavern of love that you can possibly imagine. I've never experienced anything like it before or since. Her presence is so strong that just being in physical proximity to her is an experience that brings me to tears. And then she kept walking and we got closer to the crowds and you could feel that little bubble went and it went away. It was just this pure moment of experiencing her in this unguarded state and she could be full magic and then she went back into the crowd and she she sort of tied it up and went back to being like normal Jean, normal protected, taking care of herself in a crowd of thousands of people Jean. When you're in a room breathing the same air, magic happens. I don't feel like that. I'm sorry. That's my goal, though. She's my aspiration, that when people are near me, just the experience of being in my presence brings people to tears. That is both cocky, because I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get there, and beautiful, because that's a good goal. So that success doesn't look like, I made $74 million in my lifetime. Success looks like when I am old and have to wear the shoes that are ugly in order to support my feet at age 70-something, just the presence of the youngins being near me, regardless of whether they know it or not, is capable of bringing them to tears. That's a fucking goal. And I don't know if I'm going to get there, but I have like 40-something years to try to get as awesome as Jean Houston. So when you're in a room breathing the same air, magic happens. We all know that the energy of a moment can completely fill a room and then transform it. We've all felt emotion joy or sorrow or hope or the fighting, resilient sense of the human spirit sweep through us with a human that we knew nothing about only a few minutes before. We know that being in the same room is powerful medicine. Why? Because being in the same room reminds you that you are not alone. You are not the only one who feels like the world is in some way ending while a new one is being born. You are not the only one who's scared or the only one who's tired or the only one who's walking around in a daze going, dear God, how did I get here? Whether that here is in your business or in your home life, in the arrangement of your basement clutter or in the arrangement of your community or your church or your school or your country. You are not the only one who sees fires burning everywhere and doesn't know which one to put first, to put out first. It's important to remember that because your brain, the asshole, is naturally going to try and convince you that you are the only one. You're the only one who's scared, the only one who's having a tough time, the only one who wants to sink into despair, the only one who's overwhelmed, the only one who is having real trouble finding the new normal, the only one who cries while you watch the news or while you scroll through your Facebook feed or while you see puppies being born from a pit bull in foster care like I did this morning, the only one whose mouth drops open several times a day because he can't do that, but he just did because the president. And if you are in another country, I promise that this will eventually not be so political, but I can't promise it anytime soon. Your brain wants to remind you that you are alone, and I am here to remind you that you are not alone. Being in a room together drives that point home like nothing else. 
coming together to discuss the state of the world and grapple with it, as well as with all the other aspects of your life, like making money, doing your work, finding your voice, raising your children, taking fear and anger out of circulation, and seeking ways to help change take root. That's no small feat. It requires tremendous amounts of effort and logistical gymnastics, and your brain says that those things take way too much effort, and I say they don't. Without meeting up in person, you can't breathe the same air. You can't look in the eyes, excuse me, (coughs) you can't look in the eyes of the people near you and be transformed. The best and most transformative, inspiring moments in which I was broken open and healed and loved and could see things anew have come when I made the effort to be in a space with other people, annoying as that is, that is the absolute truth. Podcasts are good and great, and they are in no way a viable substitute for bodies breathing in the same room, making eye contact and nervously laughing because introverts, and being moved by the same words and actions. Bodies in rooms matter. I can't love you open and see you and feel your presence when I'm on this podcast talking. Brave is a reason to meet you and know you and help you however I can. So please come. Please don't say next year or next time, or I'll just hope there's an online version, because we all know that next year will come, but another round of Brave won't. And there's no online version of making eye contact and being bound together by the winds of change that move through a room in the space of a heartbeat. So... Come to Brave, kristenkelp.com slash brave. You should be there. Your asshole brain will say that I'm talking to someone else. I'm not. I'm talking to you. And then let's talk about uh, Bernie Sanders. So Bernie, uh, when we are young, or at least younger, or at least not an elder yet in our community, it is so, so helpful to be able to look to the advice of people that have presumably been here before and done this work before and say, oh good, you'll know what to do. (laughs) So that's what I was looking forward to when I was going to see Bernie Sanders talk. And Bernie got up and said, if you don't know what to do right now, you are not alone. Fuck. You are supposed to know what to do, Bernie Sanders. You have been in politics for decades and you expect us to know what to do when you don't know what to do. So it would appear that we as a as a group of millions of humans are getting a masterclass in figuring it out right now which means we're also getting a masterclass in fear right now we're learning to wake up and to show up and to refuse to shut down in the face of unprecedented constraints on the rights of those around us and we're learning how to consume the news and in what quantities and how to take action without running ourselves into the ground because we're going to need to keep going for a long time and it's only been 3 weeks And we're learning to find our truest and bravest selves and to flex those muscles that might not have ever seen use or that haven't seen use in quite a while and to strengthen them. So if you don't know what to do right now, you are not alone, but that doesn't mean you get to do nothing. I spent a lot of time in the last couple of weeks talking one-on-one to people about being brave and I've met a shit ton of amazing and talented and stunning humans, but they've all got excuses about why they can't be brave right now. And I'm not talking about be with capital B brave going to a workshop. I'm just talking about being brave in life. Like at some point, I realized that I wasn't listening to unique excuses like, 
I was mauled by a bear, so I've got to put my wood-burning business on hold while I'm in the hospital. I was listening to these universal excuses. And this is where your brain is an extra special, scrumdilumptious level of asshole. Because these excuses are going to feel so specific, like you're the only one. And again, they're universal, because brains are assholes. One woman said, I can't do that. It sounds extravagant on taking two days off in a row. One woman said, I feel like I should be doing so much more than I am that I don't do anything on overwhelm. One person said, I want so much to feel like what I'm doing matters, not like what I'm doing is just surviving on day-to-day life. One beautiful woman said, I never really legitimize the fact that there's earning potential with my creativity about owning a business. And one lady said, I don't feel free to speak about it on expressing any opinions whatsoever about any of the current events going on. Our asshole brains are so sneaky. They whisper these things to us and we believe them. We get scared and we shrink and we shut up about our lives and our talents and our desires and our needs. We go into the dark hole where our our asshole brains lurk and we listen to what they're whispering there, stuff like this, and way, way worse. And then nothing happens. We stop trying. Fear wins. We can give up at that point, or we can consciously choose to take action despite what our asshole brains are saying. We can move forward not when fear disappears, but when we acknowledge it and put it in its, put it in its proper place. So yes, I hear all the reasons that this is going to fail completely. Yep, I hear you. I am going to end up homeless when I do this, or publish this post, or show this photo, or send this email. I get it. Totally going to be homeless. Yep, I am totally going to lose my partner, and my job, and my kids, and my career, and everything I hold dear if I share this thing on Facebook. Yep, I hear you. You notice how those are extreme, because that's what asshole brain does. It takes you down this spiral that is extreme, that just leads you to homeless and penniless and broke and a misfit of just every misfortune has befallen you. And that's when you decide to be brave anyway. Bravery often looks like taking consistent action, not making big sweeping changes that are complicated and require endless planning, but committing to everyday actions that add up over time. If you write for 20 minutes a day and publish your work twice a month, you'll have 12 pieces of writing to show in six months. Blogging once every three months yields only four pieces a year, and bonus, you're constantly worried about why you're not writing and what's going on. If you ignore the parts of your brain that say, and we all have this if we have a business, that you need a whole new website commissioned from the ground up right now before you can do that thing, If you ignore that voice and you just begin the project with the website you already have, you can get the project online in a few weeks or a few months. And you'll have saved lots of thousands of dollars because your ability to make that thing probably doesn't tie into your ability to have your website exist. But your brain is going to say that those two are related. And so we're going to put all of our energy toward that thing that is not the project because that project is terrifying. And on and on and on and on and on and on and on, right? We are in charge of our daily actions and we are constantly unfolding. For those of us who have not been mauled by a bear, who are currently in the hospital suspending our woodworking, 
all it takes to make serious progress toward whatever we'd like to achieve. Two things, daily actions and constant unfolding and being open to the unfolding itself. And of course, if there's any workshop or conference that you're interested in, you are going to have incredible fears around vulnerability. One woman said, I'm scared shitless. Like, will I cry a million tears in front of a bunch of strangers and feel paralyzed by shame? Yeah, I know I'm supposed to read Brene Brown's books. (laughs) Or will I not really fit in? Because there's always that. Or will I get all high on life for a hot minute, then come home and fall back into the heaviness? Because shit's complicated. And well, life. Will I be able to get shit done and actually make consistent changes because ADD? Then there's the knowledge that all this is based in fear, and basically that is what has me wrapped up in paralysis and self-doubt and, well, feeling sparkleless. We have all been there with our brains spinning up these endlessly horrifying excuses to get us to not do things. It's all fear coming up in endless ways we've heard before. You won't fit in. You will make a fool of yourself. You will fail. The the trick of it is that there is no reasoning with fear when it teams up with asshole brain. They're like toddlers who are just ransacking your house. And when you ask why they're doing it, they just yell pickles. Like there's no logic there. It doesn't make any sense. And so you don't try to talk fear into reasonable constraints. It will not work. You don't engage with it at that level. You simply decide that you can take on this challenge. You can do it. You can face this. You can make this. You can bring this into the world. Despite the many changes that will have to happen in order for this project to happen, or despite the many reasons it won't work and it can't be, and that you will fail one more time, despite all those things that your brain is kicking up, decide. You can Meet a group of lovely humans who will stand with you as you grow beyond the current confines of your life. You can cry tears in front of strangers and fit in with those very same strangers. You can find your currently missing sparkle and make consistent progress, even though, of course, it's terrifying to try something new. You can. Period. I believe that with every fiber of my being that the fewer people we have tied up in fear and asshole brain, the more people we have alive on the planet doing good work. If you would like my help with making a life that's bigger and bolder and braver than the one you've got now, I have two things for you. One, listen to the Stop Self-Sabotage class. That's podcast episode 94, and it's also live at kristenkelp.com slash stop dash self dash sabotage. I'm pretty sure that you will be nodding along the whole time because asshole brain and self-sabotage are one and the same. And that's sort of the next place to go and listen um, to ways to stop self-sabotage. And two, freaking come to freaking brave. And if you're like, I live in another country, I live in another galaxy, I live in Zimbabwe. I I understand. I hear you. You live far away. Yes. I understand. And yet, you can do this. I've extended early bird pricing because, like, just, you know, just 
the entirety of the United States currently or um, anything that you will find on CNN at this moment? Just all of it, any of it, um, or any fake news outlets such as the New York Times or the Washington Post, you know, because fake news. Um, we need to be brave now more than ever. We need to overcome asshole brain, and we need to learn to grapple with fear now more than ever. If you have got questions about brave, or you just want to talk, or you just want to be like, oh, fuck me, fear has me by the balls, or by the by the lady bits, or both, it doesn't matter to me, um, k at kristenkelp.com, or use the contact form at kristenkelp.com to uh, reach out and talk to me. And I've also, if you're like, no, really, really, I can't come to you. It's way too far. Uh, I also have three dominatrixing spots. That's one-on-one coaching available in starting in March. So you got to book it now and I can send you all the details uh, for booking or you can just head to kristenkelp.com slash dominatrix. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one virtually by phone because you can't make it to Brave, I've got three of those available. And uh, again, that's K at KristenKelp.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-K-A-L-P.com. Thank you so much for listening. This was a long one by my standards. It was over 15 minutes. Okay, everybody, that's long for me. (laughs) So podcast episode 94, come to Brave. Let's figure this out. Let's find a way for you to get there. And uh, may you... Be braver this week than you have ever been been in your whole entire life. And I know that's not that's not proper grammar, your whole entire life, but it's something I said when I was little. So I'm going to say it now. Um, may you and Bernie Sanders figure out what to do right now. May you find the courage and the wherewithal to not give in to your asshole brain and may you help other people fight their asshole brains because we all have it and we all have to fight it every day and may you know the peace and the joy and the love that comes when you are fully open and unafraid of living in the world today i'm still trying to get there myself but i think it exists thanks so much for listening and i will see you next week that's me awkwardly doing things with my phone okay bye thank you for listening one more time the antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body your being and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon the antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone all by yourself while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. 
Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.